0: This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. We've been studying the Holy Spirit um, for, uh, for a little while. Um, and um, I'm actually on my fourth teaching, so you're in your fourth hour. How many people are learning something about the Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and, uh, you know, we have the Heavenly Father... And we we all can relate to Dad. We can all relate to our heavenly Father. Amen. And God is our heavenly Father. And if you are saved, you have been. We we discovered that you've been taken out of the family of darkness into a new family, a family of light. And so you're in a new family. Amen. And so you have a new father. Yeah. And uh, you know I hate to tell you this, but there's only really two families on this earth: the family of the devil. And the family of God. And uh, when we receive Christ, we, we get, you know, translated, as the Bible says, mo- removed out of that darkness into the light. Amen? Amen? And that's why you guys love church so much. Amen? You, because you are children of light and, and the Word of God. That's why you love the Word. And so, but we can understand Jesus because He's our Savior. And we're always, you know, talking about how great Jesus is. You should be so thankful that Jesus paid the price so that we could have a relationship with God. And it's not based on our, our works or how good we are, but it's based on how good He is. And so when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, amen, not on how good we are on how good he is, then we can walk a higher faith level in Christ. Amen. And God will help us. Then then we now we're discovering a little bit about the Holy Spirit. And we found out in Acts 19, uh, Paul was um, up at the coast of Ephesus and um, and he was and he found some disciples of John. And the first thing Paul asked them was, have they received the Holy Spirit since they believed? And they said, well, we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. And unfortunately, a lot of the church, they they know God, the Father, they know Jesus, but we're not too familiar with the Holy Spirit and how He operates in our lives. And the Holy Spirit really, you know, I said it last week, He's down here with us. Father God and the Son is up in heaven, amen? Yes. And the Holy Spirit is revealing truth to each one of us, amen? Yes. And so the Bible says that God will lead us into all truth. And so the Holy Spirit's here to bring us into truth, amen? And and the Holy Spirit's always in line with, with the Bible, amen? And so we have to always measure everything as Christians... By the Bible or the Word of God, and the Word of God, you can believe the the Bible, Amen. Amen. You can believe this Word; it's it's uh, inerrant, which means it has no error in the Word of God. Amen. And so we have to line up with that. And so uh, I know there's some people that come from different backgrounds that that, that attend our church. You know, we have people that used to be Baptists and Methodists and Presbyterians and Catholic. And uh, my, my wife was, uh, uh, she was a, Buddha, she was, uh, a Buddhist. Amen. Uh, so different religions. But thank God, God saved her. Amen. You. Amen. So, but uh, we, we grow up. And, and I'm going to say this. You can only have faith in what you're taught. Amen. If, if nobody ever ta- teaches you about the Holy Spirit, And the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and they don't really teach that. And some churches, some churches are afraid of the Holy Spirit. They're afraid that, that they don't want, you know, some pastors are afraid that they don't want their church to get out of control. And they don't want us hanging from the chandeliers. Amen? Amen. And, but I'm going to say this. I'd rather have a little wildfire, you know, and I'd rather have somebody get up and run around, do something than, than an order of a graveyard. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> than an orderly graveyard. In other words, we need to be alive in Christ. Amen? Amen. That's what worship is. And when we praise and worship, some of us are just like looking around, Why we should be engaging. Amen? Amen. 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 I was watching tennis yesterday and uh, how many tennis uh, fans in here? All right, we'll pray for you. Amen. And um, I was watching tennis, and, the, and there's big crowd stadiums, and I don't know, they were doing the wave, you know. And you guys ever see that? The wave? And then somebody, the, the next row does the wave, the next row, and they were doing, they were all getting involved. Amen. And God wants us to get involved. Amen. amen. He wants us to have fun in church. So right. we're, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and we found out Now, the Holy Spirit um, is part of the Godhead. It's it's God, uh, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. And they're three in one. Amen. And they have different functions. <clears throat> so the Holy Spirit's here to help us. Amen. And uh, pray for me to <laughs> make it through this message. Amen. The enemy's been attacking me. Amen. And uh, but you know what? We fight the good fight of faith. Amen. amen. And uh, so I, I promised you today that I will I will teach you and and help you give you 10. Well, I'm going to try to give you 10 blessings of, of, of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, of course, the devil doesn't want you hearing a message like this right. because he doesn't want you walking in. You know, the Holy Spirit gives us power to be a witness. And so 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 the devil doesn't want you to be a witness for Christ. Amen. But you know what? We're all called to be a witness for him. Amen. Yeah. We're all called to be ambassadors. You guys are kings and priests. Amen. You not, you're not even old sinners. Amen. You were a sinner, but you are a saint in God. Amen. Can I get an amen there? Amen. Unless you don't have Christ, then you're an old sinner. Amen. Or you could be a young one. Amen. So uh, let's look at this. We're looking at um, the the first uh, blessing is tongues is a supernatural sign of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. So we're talking about the Holy Spirit and we're talking about the gift of tongues. And last week we talked about that they they connect, they they go together. And um, uh, it says here, In Mark 16, and this is the Great Commission. This is after Jesus was raised from the dead, and He was given instructions to His disciples. And He said to His his disciples, and He's talking to us because we're His disciples. He says, these signs will follow those who believe. In My name, they will cast out demons. How many people want to cast out demons in here? Amen. Yeah, I know some of you saying, man, if I can get the demon out of my spouse, that would be great. Now listen. (laughs) Everybody wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. Amen. And uh, but uh, but really uh, there are such things as demons. And you can just watch the six o'clock news and you can see people killing each other. And you know what's getting into these people? Probably demonic spirits. Amen. And so it says these signs and Jesus was famous when he uh, walked on this earth, not only for healing people, but he was famous for us uh, casting demons out. You know, demon, uh, Jesus cast demons out of people. Boy, it's quiet in this Methodist church today. Do we have to talk about devils, Pastor? Yeah, yeah. And yeah you know, they're around. Yes, yes, yes. Until we get to heaven, we're going to be dealing with them. Yes. Amen. And so, so it says here, and these signs, which these signs are supernatural signs, Uh, will follow those who believe. Now, if you don't believe that you have the power by the Holy Spirit to do some things in God, then this verse won't work for you. Say, I have to believe. And so it says, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Now, this is a good one. They will speak with new tongues. And so we believe that this is talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the power, of, with a gift that God gives us in the language of speaking in other tongues. And this is supernatural. They, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them, and they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And so we see here that this is a supernatural sign. So tongues is a supernatural sign of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This is my first point. In Acts 2, 4, it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And some proponents of this message or of this teaching would say, well, God needed to do something really special in the beginning of the church, but he doesn't need to do something special at the end. All I know is the Bible says in the end days, the devil is going to get worse. He's, he's going to be doing a lot of uh, bad things because he knows his time is short, the Bible actually says. And so how much more do we need the power of God today than they did starting the church? Yes, yes. Amen Amen so we need that we need the supernatural sign uh, from the Holy Spirit and then we found out that uh, Peter was ministering to Cornelius and he was an Italian and Peter just thought... And, and the Jews just thought, you know, Peter and the other uh, Jewish disciples or apostles thought that salvation was just for the Jews. But then they ministered to, to, a, to an Italian, Cornelius, in his household, and God gave him a vision. And uh, when he preached salvation, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit fell upon that entire group. And they started speaking with other tongues Amen. as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. And they prophesied. So uh, so this convinced Peter that uh, that he said it's the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on the Gentiles. Then he, he realized that, you know, that God's not a respecter of persons. Amen. So so this gift helped Peter to understand that God was opening up salvation for the entire world. Amen. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. That He gave His only begotten Son. So, so God loves everybody in the world, and He and He wants everybody to be saved. Amen. Amen. Do you believe that today? Amen. And so, number two, tongues is a uh, is for spiritual edification. And what is, what does that mean? It means that that when God gives us a gift to speak in a supernatural language, um, that it, it, it builds us up. Amen. And uh, so it, it's a gift that, that God gives us to build, build us up. Look at 1 Corinthians fourteen four. It says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Amen. But he who prophesies edifies the church. So pa- Paul, you know, the best commentary on the Bible is not a, another theologian. It's the Bible. So the Bible actually interprets itself. Yeah. So if you read enough of the Bible, you will start to understand and it all connect, it starts to connect. And so if you want to read about tongues and a whole chapter is devoted on that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and Paul talks about that. And this is where I'm getting my, my teaching mainly from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, uh, uh, so so we need to we need to understand that uh, that um, that tongues is something important. Amen. Yes. I'm glad we got some amen people in there. Some people say, I don't know, pastor. I'm still trying to, you know, decide here. So it says here that that tongues is a uh, a blessing of tongues is for spiritual Edification, and Paul is interesting. Paul encourages the church to practice of speaking with tongues in their prayer and worship through his example. And so, once you receive the gift of this this um, spiritual language called tongues, uh, you should exercise it. Amen. Wow! Now this now this is some controversy here, because some denomination says, "Well, you can't really uh, exercise the gift unless the Holy Spirit comes upon you at a certain time and you yield to the Holy Spirit, then you speak in tongues." But but I, I, I'm going to be able to thwart that our argument, Amen? Amen, Amen. Because Paul actually says that you can pray in the Holy Spirit at will. Amen. So it says here in 1 Corinthians uh, fourteen fifteen. 15, uh, it says, uh, What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with understanding. So this is the Apostle Paul, and he's saying that he, by his will, will pray in the Spirit. And he, by his will, will pray in his understanding. And he, in his will, will sing in the Spirit. And he in his, with his will will sing in his understanding so that who's doing it? He is. OK, so once you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you should exercise that gift. Yes. Now, there's two camps. There's one camp of people that will say, I don't believe in this tongue stuff and I'm not, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And so they stay away from the scriptures that talk about it. They they just they bury their head in the sand and, and act like it's not there. Yes. But it's here. Yes, it is. So you can keep burying your head Amen. in the sand. And the devil wants you to see, if the see, the devil's a master at deceiving people. Amen. And so what he's trying to do is keep a blessing from coming on some people. Amen. He doesn't want you to be blessed. Amen. Amen? I mean, some people believe. You know, that sickness is of God and God puts sickness on people to teach them something. No, God gives us his word to teach us something. He chastises us with his word, but not with sickness. Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. So Jesus paid that price of sickness. Then you may say, well, then why, Pastor, why are you dealing with it? I don't have perfect faith yet. Amen. I'm trying to get there. Amen. But I don't have perfect faith. Don't down my faith. All right. Amen. Let me see how, how well you walk every every day of your life. Amen. Right. So I don't have perfect faith, but I'm striving for perfect faith. Amen. I'm striving to be healthy Amen. by standing on the word of God. Amen. Amen. I'd rather stand on God's word of healing than, than uh, I'd rather stand with Jesus' stripes than Job's boils. Amen. Okay. Amen. Some people talk about Job and his boils. Well, remember Job. But, you know, Job got healed. Yes, he did. Job got double for his trouble. Job got all his wealth back. So, you know, if you do have a Job ministry, look, look out for the double. Praise God. You don't want to stay there. You don't want to stay camp there. Amen. So anyway, (laughs) um, speaking in tongues uh, reminds us that number three, speaking in tongues reminds us of the spirit's dwelling presence. And so I don't know about you, but I need to be reminded. And some of you don't realize this. most most people aren't taught this. But, you know, you are a spirit. You say, no, I'm a person. Yeah, you are a person. But God created you. You are a spirit. In other words, when your body dies, your spirit will go somewhere. So you, you, the essence of you is not your body. And the essence of you is not your mind. You know, yes, you are a spirit. You have a soul, which is your mind, will and and emotions. And you live in a body. But, But your spirit will live on. Amen. And so your spirit will live on depending on if you're uh, will live on either in heaven or hell, depending on if you receive Jesus or reject Jesus. So your spirit's eternal. Amen. Boy, I I thank you for those amens today. Everybody's still trying to figure this one out. So 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 praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues reminds us that we are a spirit. Amen. And that that this whole life is not just based on natural things. Yeah. That this life is not just based on natural circumstances. That it's not just based on na- yes, yes, we live in a natural world, but we need to be reminded that we're that we're still hooked up with God. Yeah. Have you ever been saved but you didn't feel like you were saved? Amen. Amen. You know, you just you felt like a rank sinner. My God. Have anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. I know we. The Bible says we don't walk by by uh, feelings. You know, walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. But but and I know that faith is the key. But this right here is saying it will remind us of of, of God's indwelling presence on the inside of us. Yeah. I heard a story about a 12 year old uh, uh, little girl. She was a uh, pastor's daughter. And um, she lost her temper. They had a, uh, a, minister, a minister that came in, an uh, evangelist, a traveling minister. And she, she was yelling at her mom. She lost her temper with her mom. And the traveling evangelist you know, overheard and saw that. And when she turned around, she saw the evangelist. Have you ever lost your temper and wish you did? Amen. <laughs> Have you ever lost your temper with, with the wrong people? Amen. Amen. Okay, we got some amens. Some of you are not going to say amen to nothing, you know. I'm not saying nothing, you know. I neither could confirm it or deny it, you know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, does anybody ever lose their temper in here? Yeah. Or do we got all, man, we got all loving folks in here, man, that walks in the love of God, no problems. Well, <laughs> Lord help me. This 12 year old girl lost her temper and chewed her mom out, and she was a pastor's daughter. How come pastors' kids are always the best? But we won't go there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she she was so embarrassed she start, she choked up because the, the the traveling minister was there and he said he said you don't need to be so he he, he saw her and he said you don't need to be so embarrassed that I heard you he said there's one greater than me that heard you Man. and he said well just repent and he said to her he said uh, honey she was twelve years old are, are you are you saved and she said <laughs> are you saved can you imagine. <laughs> Yes. Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? I mean, some, some of us, man, we act too early. Most people will not even realize that we're saved. Okay, well, I'll keep on. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and are you filled with all... And she is 12 years old, and she had the gift of speaking in tongues. That's right. At 12 years old. You know, children can receive the gift. God's not a respecter of persons, and He's not a respecter of age. Amen. Amen. So even even children can receive the gift. All it takes is childlike faith. That's all it takes. It's not. It, you, just stay open with me, okay? I, I know I, I can feel some of these doors. I'm not receiving. I don't want to hear this. You know? No. God wants to give you something good. Amen. Yeah. And um. Amen. And so. Uh, And so, uh, so the traveling evangelist said, if you just pray and praise God every day, a little bit in your spiritual language, um, it will help you uh, with your, with your temper. And you know what? She took his advice and he came back maybe two or three years later and she said, and she came to him and she said, do you remember that day three years ago when I lost my temper? She said, since I've been, I've been doing what you, what you uh, uh, request me to do. And she said, "I, I hadn't lost my temper since. Amen. amen. Now, you, now listen, uh, it, 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 You. some of us at different levels in our temper. Maybe it can temper your temper. Amen. So, uh, amen on that. So, it may not totally take out your, your temper tantrums, but I believe that when you start realizing that the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of you, you might live a little differently. Amen. Amen. Okay, boy, I'm telling you, thank you for those amens today. Man, I'm feeling real good today. And um, God. praise God. Praying in tongues or in the Holy Spirit is praying in line with God's perfect will. Yes, amen. Amen. Uh, you know, we can pray out of our heads, and we can only pray with the knowledge that we have. But we, we may not have all the knowledge on the situation that we need And we may may be missing the target in our prayer life. That's right. You could, listen, let me give you an example. You could have a back pain, you know, and it could be your lower back, but it could be something in your neck that's wrong. And you could be praying, God, heal my back when your neck needs to be healed. Praise God. Yes. Yes. Amen. You know, you could be missing the target in prayer. Yes. Yes. Because we're just finite we're we're, we're not infinite we, we're not perfect and and even Paul says we see in a in, in a glass dimly we, we don't see the whole picture but the Holy Spirit sees the whole picture Amen. and so what we need is we need supernatural praying at times to pray out those things that God wants us to pray and we can pray out perfectly under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit through this Gift of tongues. Yes, Amen. Amen. Have you ever felt like you didn't know how to pray about something? Yes, Amen. You had no idea. But the Holy Spirit can help you because He's our helper. And He wants to help us pray. Amen. Romans 8, 26 and 27 says this. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Notice that this is Paul talking about the Holy Spirit. He said, we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And of course, if, if you know, you can read this and, and you can just have a blank stare in your face. What does that mean? You know, it means that the Holy Spirit can help us pray out in those areas that we don't know how to pray and pray out a perfect prayer that can help somebody else. Amen. And that can even help us out. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we need to understand uh, that it's, <clears throat> it's important to pray in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen, you can be going a certain way and thinking that you're, you're doing it right because you have. See, some people have strong wills. Yes. yes. And it's hard. to Some people are stiff neck. Amen. What does that mean? Some people are stubborn. Yeah, and sometimes when you get an idea in your mind as people, we get an idea. We, sometimes we don't want to let go of an idea. That's right. And sometimes we'll go towards an idea where we can go on a track that God may not be in it. Amen. And I, I don't want to go on a track where God's not there. Amen. 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 And so God wants to lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. And I going to say this. God has the best plan for your life. You see, most of us think we can run our life better than God. Oh. We think that we got it all going on. We put God in a box. And we only let him out when we need him. Amen. you hear what I say? We only call upon God when we're in trouble. Foxhole praying. But no, God wants to be more than that in our lives. He wants to walk with us and talk with us and reveal to us that, that we're his own. Amen. And so we don't want to put God in a box and his name's not Jack. Amen. Jack in the box. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, you yeah, know, some of you say, oh, how much longer may I endure this, this months comedian months. here? Amen. Amen. So <laughs> praying in tongues is praying <laughs> <Amen. clears throat> in line with God's perfect will. Jesus I felt, you know what? Paul preached one day and he had, he had, he had some issues with his eyes uh-huh. and he, and, and I don't know, they may have been pussing all out, but he still preached with them. So, so endure my cough. All right. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all right. Amen. Oh, God is so good. And so, <laughs> Amen. listen, Amen. let me give you an example. Yes. Um, I went to Bible school, and um, believe it or not. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Don't think I have any joker up there, you know. Yeah. Believe believe it or not, I went to Bible school. Yeah. And I don't even know why I'm up here, man. <laughs> Thank God, are you sure about this? But anyway. I went to Bible school and I had my own ideas on what I wanted to be. Everybody said to, to me, you know, when I was in church, oh, man, you dress really nice. And I guess I really do, don't I? No. And uh, and so they and everybody would tell me, you got a mark of an evangelist. You know, and people would say, man, you're called to be an evangelist because, you know, you're you're really, you know, you're 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 really hip. Thank you. <laughs> Funny, amen, yeah. and you know flamboyant, you know. No, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but they said you have a mark of an evangelist, and I thought in my head, okay, God's calling me to be an evangelist, and then and then you know the devil will put something in your head. Oh, you don't want to be some pastor; they're boring, you know. <laughs> They're boring. They're, they're always with the same church every week. Always seeing the same faces, you know. You want to be an evangelist where you blow in, blow up, and blow out. Go visit churches. So I, I was buying into this evangelism idea. So I was thinking, man, you know what? I'm going to be an evangelist. I even took second year evangelism. Hey man, I didn't take the pastor's class. Now you know why. But anyway. <laughs> and, um. And so uh, I was uh, I was tracking to, you know, because I went to Bible school in Tulsa. So I, I love Tulsa and uh, I was single at the time. So, you know, I mean, I was two reasons I went to, you know, it, it was called it's called Rhema Bible Training Center. But but some people called it Rama Bridal Training Center because singles are coming in and trying to find their mate at Bible school. And I thought that I was going to get my maid at Bible school and, and maybe set up a ministry in Tulsa. And so, you know, I was praising, worshiping God. I was tracking to stay in Oklahoma. I had no plans. I bought a house out there. I had no plans on coming back to Virginia Beach. And so I'm praying and I'm praying in this language and uh, this unknown language. I'm worshiping God and I'm praying in my own known language and tongues. And all of a sudden, uh, uh uh, words came out. And the Bible says this, when you pray in, a, in tongues, Paul says, pray that you may interpret. Amen. Which means that God will give you uh, English words so you can understand what you're praying out. Amen. So it's not just jibber jabber. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so I prayed out a phrase, and the phrase was, help Pastor Joe. And Amen. Pastor Joseph Warren was the pastor that started this church. Amen. And I, and I, and I was, I was underneath, I was the, uh, when I left the church, I left the church, I was the assistant head usher at the time, and I went to Bible school. And so, so what came out was, help Pastor uh, Joe, and I didn't want to come back to Virginia Beach. I kind of liked where I was at. And I said, get behind me, Satan, you know. (laughs) You know, if you don't want to hear from God. If you don't want to hear what God has for your life, because I'm going to say this, let me say it again. God has the best plan for your life. That's right. Amen. Amen. So you gotta believe that that walking in God's plan is gonna be the best plan. Amen. But the enemy and even our our own desires will try to get us out of the plans and purposes and the will of God for our lives. And I want to be in the middle of God's will and not away from God. I don't want I don't want to be swallowed by a well. Amen. 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 You know, Jonah Amen. went the opposite direction. Yes. Yes. What happened to him? He almost died. Amen. Running from God. He he had a call to preach in Nineveh. Uh-huh. Right? And what? He he took the he took the train the other way. He took a boat the other way. He went to Hawaii. It said Nineveh. And so, but he had, you know. Listen, I don't. You can learn two ways. You can learn from the Holy Ghost. You can learn from the school of hard knocks. I rather learn from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh Lord. Hallelujah. Some of us been there in the school of hard knocks because we're hard headed. Jesus. And I'm kind of hard headed. I'm. This, this is kind of hard headed right here. Amen. Uh, I bumped my head against uh, my daughter Christina. And I said, "You got a hard head." She said, "Everybody has a hard head." <God>. Christina is my daughter. Amen. And so, glory to God. But anyway, so you can be tracking going one way. And thank God for the Holy Spirit yes. and praying in this unknown language that He will give you English words and give you direction for your life. And He was giving me direction to come back to Virginia Beach. Amen. And and what if I stayed in Oklahoma? You guys should be watching a movie right now. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying today? You got, amen on that. I, I don't know what would have happened to the church because the pastor retired and turned it over to me. Praise God. And so in the process of me working for the coming, I came back. And in the process of it, the, the, the Lord trained me underneath the pastor and I became the youth minister. And uh, underneath and, and, and it took seven years before the church. And, and the Lord told me in 2001 that I'd be the next pastor of the church. Isn't it nice that God speaks to people? Amen. Yeah. You see, God wants to have a relationship with you. Right. He wants to speak to you. Yeah. He wants to encourage you. Yeah. He wants to help you. Yes. Amen. And he, he doesn't want this, just this, you know, well, God's out there and I'm here and hopefully I'll make it in, you know, when I die. You know, he doesn't want you to have a relationship like that. Amen. Amen. So, so when we pray, uh, when, when we pray it, it helps us to get direction in our life. Amen. Yes. And, uh, and thank God, because I found my good thing here in Virginia Beach, yes. which is, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yes. And so, actually, you know, she came to my church, you know, Yen, and, I, and, and I had a list of things that I wanted in a wife, and she hit everything on the list. I'm a list person. Praise God. <laughs> I say I want an educated woman, and she hit some things that I didn't. I didn't say. I never asked the Lord to give me somebody that can cook good. That's a blessing. She can cook. Amen. I mean, she's an awesome cook. Praise God! And she's an awesome mother. She's an awesome wife, and not only that, she's helping me with the ministry Amen. and making me look good. Praise God! Amen. Who do you think dressed me today? No, no, okay. <laughs> But back here, uh, uh, praying in tongues stimulates our faith. Jude 1 20 says, but you beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So so this is right here. Most scholars would believe that praying in the Holy Spirit is praying in your supernatural language. So what are you doing is you're building yourself up. On your most holy faith. Listen, faith gets the job done. In other words, you can't please God without faith. We walk by faith. We're saved by faith. Amen. Amen. We endure by faith. Faith faith is the key to your walk with God. Faith is basically trusting God. Amen. And so when you pray in tongues, it stimulates your faith. It builds yourself up on your most holy faith when you pray in the Holy Spirit. And it actually says it, it keeps you in the love of God. Yes. So it helps us to trust God more amen. when we do this. How many people can learn to have a desire to trust God more? Get, you know, so you're going to have to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Amen. Number six, speaking in tongues is a means of keeping you free from worldly contamination. So praying in tongues helps us to block out negative things that we experience in the world. Amen. So have you ever been in the world and people are saying things and, you know, uh, somebody, you know, has their window down and they're playing uh, music and and a lot of F-bombs are going off. Have you ever experienced that? I got two, like yes. I got one, yes. Thank you, thank you for experiencing that. And uh, and sometimes when 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 ungodly things are happening, a good thing that we can do is to pray in the Holy Spirit, which is praying in in tongues, and it helps us to focus back on God. The Bible says, if you want to walk in more, how many people want to walk in more peace in here? Okay, well, you have to keep your minds focused. On God. Keep your minds on God. Amen. The Bible says we need to think about that our minds should be thinking of heavenly things. Amen? Amen. So we should be thinking about heavenly things. And as we think about God, it should bring us more peace. Amen. Unless you're a sinner. (laughs) Then you're not going to have any peace. You're going to think about judgment and going down. Amen? Amen. Amen. So the righteous go up, the unrighteous go down. That's the way it works. Amen. So all you have to do is receive Christ and you would be righteous. So speaking tongues is, is a means of keeping us uh, from free, uh, free of worldly contamination. It can. It can help us. Amen. Praying in tongues gives us a spiritual refreshing. How many people need some R&R? How many people need a vacation? Yes. How about a holiday? <laughs> I'm not getting any amens in here. I mean, I'm like, my God. I'm going, to, I'm going to get a mirror and just start putting it under each of your noses and see if it fogs up. See if you're alive out there. Are you alive out there? Hey, how, how, do, you, do you guys like vacations? Vacations. Give me a wave or something. Wave. I like vacations. Especially if somebody else is paying for it. But, uh, but so, so it says here. My key here is, uh, is that praying in tongues gives you spiritual refreshing. Let me give you a scripture to back that up. Isaiah 28, 11 and 12. For with a stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. This is the Old Testament. God has made a way for us to supernaturally speak to him. And that is the gift of tongues that, that I'm talking about today. And when you do that, that gives you a rest. Yes. yes. Can I give you an example? Another example? Don't you love my examples? I, I, when I was when I was in Oklahoma, I worked at a secular job. I used to sell jewelry. And I worked in, I sold jewelry, I worked in a jewelry store. And, um, and so, but I, I was a salesman, and the assistant, uh, they, they had a manager, and assistant manager, and I was just one of the salespeople, one of the top salespeople. And um, and uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, this the assistant uh, manager started trying to pick a fight with me in the store, and he started getting really, like, almost, you know, has anybody ever tried to pick a fight with you? Amen. You say yes, my spouse, like every day. But listen, <laughs> uh, and this person was trying to pick a, a fight with me. And I was like, hey, you know, have you ever got to a point where somebody got on your nerves so much you got angry? In other words, you get that anger. It just kind of rises up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you're about ready to blow your top. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm I'm feeling it right now. I don't like this message. (laughs) 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 And so I was like angry. I was about ready to pop them. You know what I'm saying? You know, I may not have the legs, but I got the shoulders. You know, I'm not, I may not be that tall, but okay. But anyway, you guys are getting on the way home. And uh, I love my job. But anyway, and so I was so angry. I I was about ready to jack him in the jaw. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever felt that way? And then let God clean up the mess. But I, I got around. I, he, he had me cornered. But I got around him. I ran into the bathroom and I, and I, and I, I started praying in, in the Holy Spirit in tongues. And I started praying, and I was so angry. I really wanted to take a, you know, I wanted to go ballistic on this guy. And when I prayed in tongues, all the, the feelings of anger and, and, and maim and kill. You can feel that way even as a Christian. And that's why the Holy Spirit controls us. Amen. And we control ourselves. And so, but it lifted. And I had peace. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It helped me, you know. It helped me. It refreshed me. Yes. So, so when I walked out of that bathroom, I had no ill feelings towards that man. I didn't have no anger issues towards that guy. It, It took it all away. Thank you, some of you still angry right now with something that happened 20 years ago. Oh my God. But the Holy Spirit will take that stuff away from you. Man. If you start practicing and praying in the Holy Ghost, and it talks about when you pray in the Holy Spirit, building yourself up in the most holy faith. The next, it's a comma there, it says, keeping yourselves in the love of the Lord. Amen. So when you pray, it's keeping yourself in the love of God because you're 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 doing something supernatural and you're connecting with heaven. Glory to God. Amen. Praying the spirit helps gives you perfect thanks to God. Perfect thanks to God. 1 Corinthians 14, 15 through 17 says, What is the conclusion then? I'll pray with the Spirit. I'll pray with the understanding. I'll sing with the Spirit. I'll also sing with the understanding. Otherwise, if, if you blessed with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say, Amen, at your giving of thanks, since he does not understand what you say? For you indeed give thanks well, but others are not edified. Paul was saying this. He was saying that we need to be very careful as believers. To talk in tongues, especially outside of unbelievers, or, or people that don't know what you're doing, because you may look a little fruity to them. Amen? It may make you look strange. And, uh, and, and he's saying that, that speaking in tongues... Uh, if you do this over, like, say you pray over your food, it's better just to say some words so other people at the table can be edified. Because when you speak in tongues, it's an unknown tongue. People don't know what you're saying unless you're interpreting it. Amen. Amen. And so he says here, you give thanks well. Amen. I got past that point. Let me get to the next one. <laughs> Praying in tongues helps us to yield our tongues to the Holy Spirit. I'm almost done. So Listen. It, uh, James says it this way if a man can bridle his tongue he can bridle his entire body. So really what gets us in trouble is this little thing right here. James says it's like a ruddle, rudder in a ship. It's like a bridle bit, you know, in a horse's mouth. The bridle controls where the horse moves. Your tongue's going to tr- control where you go. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So we need, I don't know about you, but I need as much help controlling this thing because because James says it's full of poisons. In other words, we bless somebody and we curse somebody else out. Am I in the right group today? Boy, it's quiet in this Methodist church today. And so we need a supernatural power of God to help us control this tongue. So, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, then you're you're getting used to walking with God and allowing the Holy Spirit to operate through you, and that will help you to speak nice instead of bad. Amen. 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 Say, I'm getting it, Pastor. I'm getting it, Pastor. And the last key is uh, praying in tongues enables us to pray for the unknown. What does that mean? It means that in 1 Corinthians 14, it says, For he that speaks in the tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. So what is that saying? He's saying that we can pray out for the unknown. So what that's saying is, again, it kind of goes back to the last, a couple points back earlier that I mentioned to you, is that you can pray out those things that you don't know what to pray out, because we don't know how to pray as we ought and so it, God will help us to pray out things that we don't even know why we're praying them out. And it could be for your you It could be for your future or it could be for a future of somebody else. Amen. And, you know, let me give you a quick example. And I got to close this down because it's it's getting late. Uh, I was I was praying one day. This was when I was in, out in Oklahoma. I was actually in Wichita at the time moving towards Oklahoma. Uh, and um, so I was living in Wichita for a short time before I went to Oklahoma. And so it was a Thursday morning, I remember the morning, I was off that day. So I, I was doing my Bible devotions, and I was reading my, the Bible, and then I was praying for my family. And all of a sudden, uh, this, uh, this never really happened to me. Uh, 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 it, it, felt like a, it felt like the Holy Spirit fell on me. You know, like the Bible talks about, the, the Holy Spirit falls on you. It was like somebody putting a coat on you. And I ended up um, what they call traveling in the Spirit. Or groaning in the spirit, and so this was under the power of the Holy Spirit. Now my mind is saying, I'm not really used to this, but I know I, I know what praying in tongues is, but this is a little deeper. And so as I prayed this out, and it would probably lasted two or three minutes, but it was very intense. Um, uh, after I was done. I had a, a note of victory, uh, you know, and I just felt a lot of peace, like I did something right. Amen, and, you know, and I found out, you know, and I coordinated the time, my, my nephew was in, a car, uh, was in a car accident that same morning. And he went through a uh, traffic light, and uh, without a seatbelt, he went through a red light. He just went through it. I don't know why he went through it. And he ran right into another car. And he wasn't wearing his seatbelt and he was going like 30 or 40 miles an hour. And he said, he said, he said he just put his hands up and stopped himself from hitting the windshield. Say that's impossible. impossible. You going 40 miles an hour, you hit a car dead still. You're not going to be able to stop yourself from hitting the windshield or hitting your head on the. and, And I believe that that prayer, God used me to intercede for him to keep him from going to the morgue. So so what's important about walking with the Holy Spirit? Everything's important about walking with the Holy Spirit. Everything's important about you praying this prayer language. Why why is the devil trying to keep this from most Christians? Because he doesn't want you walking in the supernatural. He doesn't want you walking in the power of God. He doesn't want you operating like the people in, in, in in this book right here. And let me sum it up right here. Jesus said this to everybody that, that, you know, he said, lay hands on the sick, speak with new tongues, cast out devils. Amen. And he commissioned us to do that. But most of the churches, their heads are in the, in the dirt, like ostriches. They don't want to look at the power of God, but we serve a powerful God. Amen. I'm telling you when people come up for prayer and I don't know how to pray for them I thank God I have the Holy Spirit with this gift because I have said things to people that have set them free under the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And they need a word. Yes, they Lord. need a word in due season. Yes, because, because the Jesus. devil is trying to beat their heads in. Yes, right. And the devil's trying to take each one of us out. Yes, right. And he doesn't want you to have truth in your life. Right. And he doesn't want you walking in the power and he doesn't want you to have this gift that can just revolutionize your life I want to encourage you some of you are out here and you've never asked for the gift you need to ask for it well "Well, if God wants me to have it I'll have it listen if God listen if you felt that way about being saved you would never have been saved no you had to make a decision and you might have to want God in your life yes Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And you're going to have to have a desire to have have spiritual gifts working in your lives. And when you get that desire, you know, and you ask, God will not give you something evil. He will give you something good. Amen. And I want you to explore the possibility of receiving this gift. You've got to ask. Amen. And you can ask. We can pray for you. We've seen people get... Get uh, received the Holy Spirit. My wife <coughs> was prayed for on a Sunday afternoon to receive the Holy Spirit. Guess what happened? She didn't get it that day. But that Wednesday, you know, for some reason it just didn't happen you know don't don't you hate that and uh makes you feel bad but yeah. but but we said keep believing yeah. cuz god's going to give it you know it's just in a process yes. and she was at church wednesday night worshiping god and guess what happened yes. Rabacita la Caiste yeah. beyond yeah. Whoa, yeah. what was that yeah. hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> Yeah, she got and it was so easy. Yes, and she said, "I got it." Praise God. Oh, rabasite la caista. Oh, ro And I, wow, yeah. that didn't seem too scary, did it? No. are like, man, that's the first time I heard anybody speak in tongues. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, you're learning something today. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Thank you. Father, we honor you today. And we just thank You for Your mercies, for Your goodness, for Your love. I thank You for this church. And Father, I know that there's some here that that are baptized in the Holy Spirit. They have the gift. I just pray that they would keep exercising that gift so they can be built up and be all that You called them to be. There's some that that never even ask You because they're still learning about it. But I ask that You give them a desire, Father, to, to receive this gift that can revolutionize their life. And right now, maybe you're here today. Maybe you you don't have the gift of life, and that's Jesus. And you don't know if you died right now, you'd make it to heaven. Well, I'm gonna say this right now today is the day of salvation. And so I want you to, if you're ready to make that commitment, God God wants you in his family. You may be watching online. Just just say this after me. And mean in your heart, if you've never made this profession of your faith, say, Dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I call upon your name today. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And from this day forward, I'm walking with you. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name.